Hey, it's Emily Williams, the founder of I Heart My Life and your host of the I Heart My Life show. This is episode 150, Inside My Morning Routine, Seven Years in the Making. So when I first discovered the world of personal development and coaching, it was ages ago. So my dad was actually somebody who gave us personal development books uh, my entire life. So there were Christmases where we got the seven habits of highly effective teenagers. He always passed on incredible knowledge to us because he himself was a business owner. And so sometimes he ran our entire family like a business. So I feel really blessed that I got to dive into personal development at such a young age. But at the same time, the world of coaching I experienced as a child was very different to the world of coaching I experienced as an adult. So in 2013, when I officially discovered some of the coaches I love today, people like Danielle Laporte and Marie Forleo, I learned about this thing called a morning routine. And I learned that all successful people have a morning routine. And yet for so many years, I was completely dumbfounded as to what would work for me. I tried everyone else's morning routine, but couldn't find something that would stick. I couldn't find something that was in alignment with the way I like to work, the way I like to um, move freely and have the freedom in my mornings. And I think a lot of people feel stifled by routines and they don't want to put something in place that they're going to have to commit to. And I think for me, I had the excuse in my mind that my life is so structured. My life is so busy. It's so intense to run a business. Why would I want to add in structure or something else that was kind of like a list to my mornings? Couldn't I just be free and creative with them? And I think that's totally fine. You don't have to force yourself to have a morning routine. But what I found is that when I do set myself up for success in this way, my days are much better. And I'm going to talk about that in just a second. And so instead of being in resistance around these steps, I actually look for the reasons to do the steps, the benefits I'm going to get because I put this in place. So I ask that if you are in resistance around a morning routine, just come to this episode with an open mind. And again, feel free to tweak this so that it works for you. Feel free to experiment. That's exactly what I've been doing over the last seven years. I've been trying out other morning routines and different scenarios to see what worked for me. So let's go ahead and dive in. This episode was sponsored by the I Heart My Life Mastermind. The I Heart My Life Mastermind is perfect for you if you already have a business and you're looking to scale. We cover tons of different topics. We cover marketing strategy, revenue planning, team processes, everything you need in terms of mindset, high performance, really taking care of yourself as well as your business, events, publicity. We literally have seven coaches under one umbrella to support you and give you the answers to all of your burning questions. We host regular weekly workshops where you get your personal questions answered. We have retreats. You have a private Slack channel where you get to ask questions 24-7. You have an extensive resource bank that helps you put in place our cash method in your own business and much, much more. This is one of the most inventive programs around. I don't know anyone else offering the service that we provide. So if you are interested in growing your business and transforming your life, definitely book a call with us to learn more. Go to iHeartMyLifeBooking.com and learn more about the I Heart My Life Mastermind. 
Okay, so diving into my morning routine, what I'm going to do is take you step by step through the process so you can understand exactly what my morning routine looks like. And then, like I said, you can adapt it so that it works for you. I'm also going to share the reasons behind why I do what I do so you can see that it's not just something I wrote out on paper. It's not just a bullet point list. I actually put some thought into these steps. All right. So many of you probably know Robin Sharma's whole methodology around waking up at 5 a.m. He actually has a book called The 5 a.m. Club. Now, when I was growing up, I actually saw my dad wake up around 4 or 4.30 every single day. I didn't see him, but I knew that he was there. I knew that he was waking up at that time. The garage door was actually right below my bedroom, and so we would get a little bit of a wake-up call when that would open every morning. But I knew because he told me that he would often host team meetings at 6 a.m. and he would um, he would just start his day super early. And it was the same thing on the weekends. So every time we got up, he'd be up early reading a book in his office. It was often a business book or a personal development book. And so my whole family kind of learned to wake up early. Now, I was never somebody who got up at 5 a.m. Normally, 6 was my natural time to wake up. But as I became a business owner, one of the reasons for waking up early was so that I could do more and more and more. Now, I do feel like that is a habit a lot of people have. They think, well, if I just work more hours, I'm going to get more done and I'm going to be more successful. But that's actually not the truth. Now, I'm not going to get into the health benefits of waking up early or the um, issues with working yourself to the bone and trying to squeeze in as much as possible, but I am going to say that I am somebody who would rather wake up early and work diligently for a few hours and then end my day a little bit earlier. So I actually love going to bed early. I go to bed around 8.30 every single day. On the weekends, sometimes we'll stay up until 10. Um, But again, this is something I also learned from my family. My parents were always in bed early. My dad went to bed around 9. My mom went to bed around 10. Um, And so it was never odd for me to have that sort of routine. Now, maybe you're the complete opposite, And that's totally fine. All I want to say about that, again, this is not an episode on sleep, but all I want to say about that is make sure that you are getting enough sleep. Um, James, my husband, he's a certified high performance coach. He's done a lot of research on sleep and he says that no one should go to bed past midnight. Like there's no reason for it, but I do know that there are certain people who love to work in the evening and have a different sort of schedule than what I have. Okay, so I personally, I wake up at 5 a.m. Sometimes I'll wake up at 4.30. Sometimes I wake up at that time naturally, especially if I go to bed at 8.30. If you think about it, that's eight hours of sleep, which is great. So I'll wake up and immediately my mind turns to work. Now, one of the reasons I wanted to record this episode for you is so that you could see exactly what we come up against on a regular basis that we have to move through. So there's one of the amazing trainers named Tunde who I do a Peloton class with on a regular basis. And she always says, your mind is your greatest muscle. And it's so true. And she talks about the fact that when we get into exercise and when we um, start that regime, our mind is upset about it. Our mind doesn't want to do it. Our mind is fighting with our body every step of the way. And she talks about how the first 10 minutes of any workout are sometimes a struggle because your mind does not want to be there. So this is immediately what happens for me in the morning. So I wake up, and for those of you who don't know, your cortisol levels are actually higher in the mornings, so there will be an element of stress. A lot of people wake up with a busy mind, and I'm definitely the same. 
And my immediate reaction is to do what I've done the past seven years, which is dive right into work because I like working in the morning. I wrote most of my book in the early morning. Um, and so I have to actually like, like physically talk myself out of getting onto the computer. And so I'll give you a specific example. Even this morning when I woke up, my mind was looking for every single excuse not to do a workout. I realized I'd only left out one sock for myself. I didn't have a hair tie to put my hair back. (laughs) So I went into the laundry room and I actually found one of James's dirty socks and I put it on my foot and I was like, this does not matter. I'm going to get on this bike. I'm going to do this exercise because I committed to it and I know it's going to make me feel good. Then instead of using a hair tie, I found a rubber band and I made it work. Again, no excuses, but my mind was literally fighting me every step of the way. It was looking for an out around every single corner. And so I can wake up at 5 a.m. no problem, but the next step, which is working out immediately or as soon as possible, that doesn't always happen um, perfectly. It doesn't happen without some sort of struggle. It hasn't yet been a drilled in routine. And the reason why I say work out immediately is because I know myself and I know I'm going to talk myself out of it unless I do it right away. And so I want you to really think about the thing that maybe you're resisting that you know would be a game changer for you and that it would would create a lot of benefit. It would create a lot of success. It would create results that you're craving. And yet you leave it till the very last minute. How would it feel to literally implement that first thing in the morning? So you know you can already take it off your list. You know it's already been done. And honestly, it makes you feel so good about yourself when you already have that thing complete, right? And you start to see those results. So for me, that is definitely exercise. It's really not a natural thing for me. It's like the last thing in the world that I want to do. But I know the results. And once I get into a rhythm and into a routine, and I find something that works, then I stick to it. Um, But the moment I give myself an out, the moment I I look for that reason why I can't do something, and then I get myself off track, then I don't do it. And I just have to be aware of my natural tendencies and not make myself wrong for it. Maybe you're the same. Maybe you know that half of the days you tell yourself, oh, I'm going to work out later on. I'm going to work out in the evening or before dinner or whatever, but it doesn't actually happen right? So we're not just going to do the same thing over and over again. We're going to make sure that we're doing the right things and that we're actually following through. And I love Mel Robbins and her five second rule. And she talks about how anything that you're resistant about, just count down from five and then take action. So five, four, three, two, one, go get on the bike, do the exercise, put on the shoes, whatever it is, get out the book. All right. So for me, I wake up at 5am, then I work out immediately. Then normally I do something like a 45-minute Peloton. Sometimes I'll do something a bit longer for an hour and do a routine that I have from one of my trainers. It really just depends. Then I will stretch if I'm a good girl. (laughs) Stretching, again, it feels like such a waste of time if I'm being honest, but I know the benefits of stretching. So sometimes I'll even ask James to stretch me because he is um, someone who will push me a bit harder and it actually feels really good to have him stretch me and like push me into different positions that I couldn't get into myself. Um, So maybe that's an option. Maybe you have a spouse or a child who will help you stretch, right? Or maybe you actually have a trainer. Then I normally have a shake. 
So this is something that um, was recommended to me by a nutritionist that I worked with this year. And so it sounds really gross, but I'm going to tell you what it is. It's one cup of pasteurized egg whites. So again, look for something that's pasteurized. It's not you just separating the yolk from the egg white and from a normal egg. That's not what we're looking for. So one cup of that plus one banana plus one teaspoon or tablespoon of um, organic peanut butter. Now, I want you to really think about what would feel good to you. Maybe that's not something that appeals to you, but the reason I do it is because it gives me the carbs because I don't actually eat carbs throughout the day. Um, I do on occasion, but normally my diet is protein and vegetables. So I want to have some sort of carb that gives me energy in the morning, and that's what works for me. And it's actually something I did not want to drink. In the beginning, I felt like the eggs, what egg white thing was really gross, but I gave it a try and it's actually delicious. Um, now make sure that you're getting really good peanut butter. If it's peanut butter that's natural, it should have a separation of oil and the actual peanut butter itself. All right. So if you're getting something that has a ton of added stuff, that's not good. That's not what we're looking for. So just simple pasteurized egg whites banana, organic banana, and then as natural peanut butter as you can possibly find. Okay. So I have that because I actually worked out whether it's obvious or not, I'll mention it. I worked out on an empty stomach. The reason for that is because I've been in weight loss mode this year. And one of the fastest ways to burn calories is to do your cardio on an empty, empty stomach in the morning. Now, again, I wouldn't go crazy and do like a two hour workout. Sometimes 45 minutes is actually pushing it and I'll actually do 30 minutes if I'm really hungry. Um, So you decide what works for you. But again, I'm just sharing my methodology and routine. Then after I have a shake and after I have some sort of carbs in my body, if I want to do a weight routine as well, then I'll do that then. Sometimes I do like to do the weight routine later in the afternoon, though. So if I'm finishing work a little bit early... Sometimes it feels good to break up the um, workout session and do the weights later on, okay? So if I don't do the weights then, then I'll immediately go and I will have a shower. Now, I want you to really understand something here. Working out in this way was not natural to me even just 90 days ago. So I worked with a nutritionist and fitness coach this year in particular on my health and wellness because I knew that something needed to change. For me, mental output is super easy. I can work until the cows come home. I don't know if that's the right phrase, but we're going to just keep it in there. (laughs) I can work long hours. I can write emails. I can do all the business things like that is so easy to me. It is second nature. But that's a routine that I've created over the last seven years. Well, really my whole life, because I've always been an overachiever when it comes to school, education, all of that achievement. And at the same time, I was an overachiever when it came to sports. Around the age of 15 or so, that shifted when I didn't make um, the basketball team. I didn't make the cheerleading squad. I was still on the volleyball team, but I literally tried out for everything and started to see that school was actually more important to me than athletics. And although my family has always been really athletic, my brothers played college football, So did my dad. So did my grandpa. It wasn't something that was routine for me. It was kind of like, okay, I'm going to do this because I know I should and because it means I can fit into my clothes. 
And what happened this year in 2020 was I actually got it for the first time. That exercise is really essential to my brain health, to my overall health, to the longevity of my life, to the longevity of my business. Because if I'm not healthy, then, you know, what's going to happen to the business? Right. So I started to look at this from a different perspective and make health a priority. And it's really incredible. We even had a student say this uh, a few months ago. She said, you know what's so interesting? Every time I take care of myself, my business grows. And James was on the line and he was like, well, duh, I've been trying to tell you this for so long. This is how it works. And I'm kind of that type of person as well. I didn't realize until I saw it for myself. So I want you to understand if you're someone who's listening to this and you're like, oh, I can't wake up at 5 a.m. or I can't work out or I can't do, uh, you know, a few hours of, of cardio plus weights. I don't have time in my schedule. That was totally me as well. I remember over the summer, I was in our gym, which was in our garage in our old house, and I was working out and my neighbor across the street, he saw me exercising and he was going to the gym himself. And then he came back and he saw I was still there. And he said, what are you doing? I was gone for an hour. You're still here. What's happening? And I said, oh, yeah, I'm working with a fitness coach and she has me on a routine. Sometimes it takes two to three hours for me to do the whole thing. And he's like, oh, my gosh, I could never do that. And I said, I'm the same way. I I thought I could never do this. But here I am. I'm doing it. So don't count yourself down and out until you try it. And remember, there's been tons of research done, but from... The most recent research, I think it's from um, a college in London, they have discovered that it takes 66 days to form a habit, all right? So if you're trying this for one day and then you're failing, (laughs) well, that's not enough time. Think about the other habits in your life and how long it took for you to form those, okay? That's all I'm going to say on working out. But if you do want to listen to more episodes on this, you can listen to the two episodes I recorded um, with my incredible trainer, Lisa. You can go back into the vault and check those out. So after I wake up, after I do the workout, after I stretch, after I have the shake, after I potentially do the weights, then I take a shower. And it's such a great feeling to be in the shower and to know that it's, what, 6.30 in the morning, 7 in the morning, and I've already done this workout. Now I can tick that off my list, and now I can focus on my business, which is the thing that really lights me up, if we're being honest. I can focus on making money. I can focus on having impact. I can focus on managing the team, on coaching, whatever it is. So this is what I envision when I'm waking up in the morning and my mind is fighting me every step of the way. I envision the feeling of having it done in just an hour or two. I envision taking it off my list. And we have to be real with ourselves. We spend anywhere from 8 to 12 to 15 hours a day for some people working. We can't spend 30 minutes or an hour devoted to our health. If that's the case, that's really messed up. And so I started looking at it in that way. I realized that I really needed to prioritize my health. It was my duty to do so. And it actually needed to be a non-negotiable in order for me to get the results that I want. So really start to tie the benefit of you going through this morning routine, making it happen, tie that benefit to your success. What if you start to believe that this morning routine is going to make you more successful? This morning routine is going to make you more money. This morning routine means you're going to have more energy to serve your clients or to devote to your family, whatever it is, right? It's called benefit extension. What is the benefit of what you're doing? 
So when I'm in the shower, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so grateful. I already did all of the hard things. I did the thing that's the most challenging for me already, and it's only seven in the morning. And again, I'm not perfect with this morning routine, but on the mornings that start out in this way, I can tell you the days are much better. I have more energy. I feel happier. I feel proud of myself. And I think that's one of the most challenging things when you're not eating well or when you're not sleeping and taking care of yourself is you actually feel bad about yourself. And I remember one time in particular, I had this big aha moment. I realized I was in resistance to exercise and to health and all that came with it for so long. And I was beating myself up. And it would have been so much easier just to put on the tennis shoes and go to the gym. It would have been so much easier just to not eat the thing that wasn't good for me. Why was I spending so much time in resistance and basically hating myself and being negative to myself when I could just do the thing and no longer feel that way? right? It's so backwards. We think about it in such a, 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 an, an interesting way, for lack of a better word. But we can make a shift at any point in time. So I normally take a shower and then I go downstairs and I have a cup of coffee. So we drink really clean coffee. It's It has no toxins in it. It's bulletproof coffee. If anyone wants to know more about it, you can definitely message James. He is all about the bulletproof coffee. Um, and so it's super clean. We have that. And then sometimes I'll put in a little bit of or- organic creamer. I have this um, Lard's Superfood Creamer. It's pumpkin spice. It's delicious. Um, we can totally link all of this. I'm not an affiliate for these people, but I want to let you know. Um, again, this is not just any old coffee. This is really good coffee um, with no toxins in it. All right. So that's really important. So I have a cup of coffee and then I go back upstairs and I normally turn on a podcast on my phone. Now, one of my favorite podcasts is the Successful Mind podcast by David Nagel. Highly recommend it. And so I listen to that as I'm doing my hair and makeup. Now, hair and makeup for me takes a while. I have very long hair. It's extensions right now, at least. And so it takes a while. So while I'm doing my makeup, I'll listen to the podcast. Then obviously, I can't hear the podcast as I'm doing my hair and blow drying it. So we'll just turn that off and on. Um, But that's one of the favorite moments of my day because I'm actually getting to learn. I'm getting inspired. I'm bringing new content to you. I'm bringing new content to my students. I'm filling up my own cup before I give to others. We've all heard that phrase, although it's a little cheesy, it's a little overused, it's so true. For those of us who are in the coaching space or consultants who are giving to people all the time, or maybe you're, you're an entrepreneur and you're giving to your team or you're giving to your clients, regardless, you need to think about the way in which you can fill up your cup in the morning before you go and give to others. And that's one of the things that's non-negotiable for me is that I'm always learning. I'm always reading. I'm always listening to podcasts because otherwise I'm going to have no inspiration to give to anyone else. And I'm sure we're going to do an episode on, on this in particular in the near future. But one of the things I realized is key to our company is content creation. So that means I need to be learning. That means I need to ensure that there's always content and inspiration being provided to all of you. That's what this podcast is all about. So I do my hair and makeup and get ready for the day, get dressed. And then I have a morning meeting at 8 a.m. with my project manager. Now, we do this every single day at this point in time. It's about 15 minutes. It's super easy. But we literally have a list of things. I'll probably have thought about things in the evening, in the morning, and I put it into Asana. I have a little running list of things I want to talk to her about, and she does the same. 
then it's literally just 15 minutes, super quick. She goes on her way, I go on my way, and then I start my day around 8.20. So that is my morning routine in a nutshell. And again, like I said, not every day is perfect. I remember in particular, I was having a session with a therapist and we were talking about meditation and she said, you know, there are mornings where I don't meditate. And I have to tell you, although those days are fine, those aren't my best days. And that's what I really want you to think about. What are you doing in the mornings when you have your best days? This is not about being perfect, but it is about finding out what works for you to make you happy, to make you most effective, to make you hit your goals and, you know, really feel good about yourself. That's ultimately what this is all about. And I realized I could stay in the mode of beating myself up, feeling bad about not doing something, or I could do the thing and I could be happier, and I could get the results. Remember benefit extension. So this is not something that has to be set in stone. This can be fluid. You can transform it. You can really think about what works for you, test it out, and then tweak it. And I highly recommend that you do. But you need to think about why you're doing this and what are the benefits that you're getting. And when your mind tries to talk it out of you, talk you out of it, which it definitely will, I want you to remember why it is that you're doing the thing and envision how good it's going to feel when you've done it, when you've ticked it off the list and when you can get to 8.20 in the morning or 11 in the morning, whatever it is, and say, all right, I've already done the hardest thing on my list today, so I am good, I'm golden, I'm going to make it happen and I'm going to get huge results. I hope you loved today's episode. I genuinely want to know what steps you put in place to create your own morning routine. So definitely let us know by emailing us at info at iheartmylife.com. Put in the subject line, morning routine. I would love to hear from you. And if you know somebody who needs this episode, definitely send it their way. We would love to have them as a listener of the I Heart My Life podcast and be connected with them going forward. I'll look forward to talking to you on the next episode of the I Heart My Life show. We hope you love this episode. Thank you so much for being an avid listener of the I Heart My Life show. Take a second and leave a review. It would mean so much to us and we read all of them. And for further inspiration and life and business tips about creating a life that you love and achieving massive success, definitely follow us at I Heart My Life on Instagram and at I Heart My Life Now on Facebook. See you next time.